Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. Celebrating the amazing people of coastal Mississippi and across this great state who are working hard to make this a great place to live, work, and play. This is the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk 103.1. Welcome to the Ricky Matthews Show, the show that every single day celebrates coastal Mississippi and the amazing people who are making this such a great place to live. And and to be honest with you, as uh, we will soon be rolling this show out in other parts of the state, we're going to be celebrating Mississippi, introducing you to people from other parts of the state that are quietly behind the scenes doing amazing things, people we can learn from, just as they'll be able to learn from you in these conversations. Hey, listen, it's Monday. I uh, hope you had a great weekend uh, as you as you know, my mother passed away a, a week ago, and so last week was, you know, it's interesting. It was there was a lot of blessings in last week because it brings family together, and you and the memories, the, all the memories start kind of coming back, and it's emotional, and it's. But it's mostly wonderful. It's mostly wonderful when you get to celebrate someone's life. And my mother was sharp as a tack. She was one of the. She was the most wise person I knew or knew on the face of the earth. And the opportunity to be able to spend quality time with her, and when she's there to advise and to have conversation with, I, I was super blessed. And I appreciate the outpouring of support that I got, uh, my family got, in this uh, in this moment. And one of the things it's interesting along. The way, uh, a couple of days went by, and I checked my Fitbit app, and it had been a couple of days since I had actually worked out. And in the in that moment, I thought to myself, I said, "Wait a minute, this is what I always do." I see a couple of days that went by, and I hadn't got had not gotten a workout in, and I, and, I, and it hit me that I can't let that be a, a third day. And so, you know, immediately I started picking back my steps back up again. I went back to the gym, and I, my goal was, in spite of all the challenges around the family and the funeral and the services and all the stuff that has to yet to do in the wake of someone important to use death, I could couldn't let that detract me from keeping my own health because obviously I was hurting emotionally, but but my physical health is so important to me, and I got back on track. <laughs> that was my, my main goal is to get back on track, and that's what you do when you're committed to your, both your, your psychological and your physical you know, sort of health. Even in the difficult moments, you can't let those things drift you too far away. I mean, obviously, temporarily, you're gonna you're gonna get knocked off kilter, but you got to get back on track again. And I did that, and I thought it would be a good good opportunity to invite my friend Robbie D'Angelo, who is from coastal Mississippi, he lives in Florida now. He's all about getting mind and body together. He's an innovative, extraordinarily innovative person. He is all about reinventing himself, and we'll we'll talk about the latest in his world here shortly but how you doing robbie man i am i am blessed uh life is good it's a beautiful day and god is good god is good for sure man and i know you know that for sure i heard you i uh, i saw you kind of shaking your head nodding yes as i was saying about you know i got knocked off kilter for a couple of days but i got back on schedule and by the way getting back on schedule 
it, it, it helps me emotionally. It helps me emotionally sort of get myself together. Uh, that's so important. People get knocked out of kilter and they don't, they don't, you know, work hard to get back on sort of their plan. Um, it was important for me to do that though, as much psychologically as it was physically. Yeah. When you look at like even the research and Jordan Peterson, even Tony Robbins, they always, they always talk about having a physical state change before you make a mental state change. Um, so it's so important to your emotional health, just movement. I mean, I start every day walking outside in sunlight um, just to start my day like that, to put me in the right energy, in the right state to go out and accomplish my day. But so many people, they think they can just mentally you know, willpower their way through this, but you've got to change your physical state too, because that literally is the foundation for a mental change is a physical state change first. And it and it has a way of feeding off of the, uh, you know it it's, uh, it it there's a snowballing effect that comes from it and as you said so many times before if people would just focus on going out there and walking just walk 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 get plenty of water you know water is really important focus on you know what you need to do to make sure you're getting good sleep at night seven eight hours a night whatever is necessary for you but seven days what most experts think you need to get i average slightly more than seven hours a night and sleep is really really important to me and i will i, I really focus on if i'm getting out of whack as far as sleep is concerned i go back and read the kind of things i need to know about to to be focused on that like for example the work one of the worst things we can do, and all the research is incredibly strong about this, is that people have a tendency to read a lot on their phones before they go to bed, or maybe during the night they'll pick the, up the phone, and I'm guilty of that myself. But there's a there's a psychological impact from the blue screen uh, and it ha the impact it has on your brain that it that disrupts sleep. And um, you know, just being reminded of the basic elements, learn, go do a search about, it. learn about the various techniques you can use to get sleep. But walking, walking and sleep and then trying to eat healthy just just focus on not intaking too many calories that's a great place to start isn't it Robbie those are definitely the foundational pillars to getting healthy and you mentioned something right there so many people just they, they try to eat healthy they try to exercise but they forget that sleep component and it's there's actually research that proves an extra hour of quality sleep um, not crap sleep like most people get, but like actual extra hour of quality sleep is the equivalent to your metabolism as going for a 15, 20 minute walk. And like that just tells you like one of the small things. And actually when you're sleeping, your brain washes itself and it puts the files away in the filing cabinet. So it organizes itself. There's so many things that happen when you get quality of sleep. And that's a big thing too, this I'll real quickly say. Most people think it's length of sleep. It's actually quality of sleep. It, the, the more deep sleep you can get, the better. Um, it does you no good to sleep nine hours if you're tossing and turning in this light sleep the whole time. So really focus on the things you can do to get quality sleep. Yeah, well, my Fitbit and why it's not totally accurate, at least it creates focus around this. You can know how often you were awake, how much light sleep you had, how much deep sleep you had, and how much REM sleep you have. And you know what? Here's This is really important, the point that you just made, and you and I have talked about this a hundred times, but it's worth pointing out again that alcohol, I mean, we can talk about uh, uh, drug and alcohol abuse in general, but I just specifically specifically alcohol, what alcohol does to disrupt sleep is dramatic. And the cumulative effect of alcohol on disruptive sleep has an incredibly long-term impact on your body. I mean, I can't emphasize that enough, can I, Robbie? 
No, and it, you know another interesting point is that alcohol, like it puts people to sleep. A lot of people will have a glass of wine or a glass of whiskey to help them go to sleep. But like we just talked about, yeah, you might get to sleep, but you're not getting deep sleep. Um, what's funny is uh, my girlfriend comes from a Latin culture. I'm Italian. And one of like the traditions in Italian and Latin culture is to drink coffee after dinner. You have that like espresso after dinner. And I was talking to one of the um, one of her aunts, and she's like, I can drink a pot of coffee and still go to bed. I'm like, yes, you might fall asleep, but it absolutely interrupts your deep sleep. So you're not actually resting. There's a big difference between rest and sleep and alcohol and caffeine both stop you from truly resting. The myth of the nightcap. Yep. 100%. And I have friends of mine, they'll drink a bottle of wine every night. You know, I mean, that. what is the cumulative effect on your body if you drink a bottle of wine every night? I mean, look, everybody's different. Some people can metabolize it better. Some people, it wrecks their body. Um, unless not even factor in that you're probably getting, a, you know, a bottle of wine probably has those seven, 800 calories in it. Um, and then you're stopping fat metabolism. You're stopping the rebuilding of protein in your body. You're not getting good sleep. So yes, a night where you have two or three glasses of wine a week, not going to hurt you. Doing it every night, your body's just not able to reduce inflammation, repair itself, properly metabolize fat. Like there's so many processes in the body that get slowed down or even stopped when you constantly have that in your system. You talked about inflammation and boy, one of the things that I see more about, you know, the science around inflammation in your body, the kinds of foods that cause it, the kind of things that you do that cause it, et cetera. The science around inflammation in your body and it's contributing factor to, to you know, sustain life. <laughs> um, it, there's a, we know a lot, don't we, buddy? Inflammation is the number one cause of aging and disease. So if that, we know that to be true, sorry, that's a new hand gesture thing that I'm trying to get rid of on my computer. Yeah, um, it's, it's the number one cause of aging and disease. So if we know that, why aren't we doing more things to reduce inflammation? Yes, it's water, it's sleep, it's sunlight, it's exercise, it's also eating healthy. It's all these things that you know work together. It's, it's work stress, it's relationship stress. Let's try to like, that's one of the big things I get my clients to do is look at their life through that frame of how can I reduce stress, reduce inflammation in my life, in my body. So uh, Robbie, what are some of the key foods that you eat that causes inflammation? So this, honestly, this is where I encourage a lot of people, if they can, to get like some type of food allergy testing or gut microbiome testing because it's very individualistic as far as what affects some people, some people don't, don't like. A general rule though, you know, eating too much dairy, eating too much gluten, alcohol, um, you know, processed foods, sugar is one of the biggest ones. Um, so it's all the things you know you shouldn't be doing, yet you still do. Those are the things you really should be looking at. Yeah, sugar, refined sugars, carbohydrates, uh, white stuff, but usually all yep. white stuff. And the, the cumulative effect that that has, it's stored. It's stored as fat. I mean, we know that. We are, we, the science is clear. So moderation, man. Key to life is moderation. That's sort of the way that Ann and I look at it. And it's worked for us. It really has worked well for us. Hey, when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Robbie D'Angelo. Find out what's latest in his world. We'll see you after this. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of The Ricky Matthew Show on your laptop, desktop, or your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. 
His passion and love for coastal Mississippi is why he's here. This is the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk 103.1. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. I have my friend Robbie D'Angelo. I look back on the history of Coast View and now the Ricky Matthews Show, and I... And I've, uh, you know, some of the conversations I look forward to the most is my conversation with Robbie D'Angelo because I get, you know, while I've had this lifelong commitment to staying healthy, I always get great reminders about what I need to pay attention to. I really need to pay attention to to these things. And, um, you know, Robbie, you've uh, you've you've had a. It's been so interesting watching your life because you know you went you played at Southern Miss, had a great history, great uh, great. Uh, uh, run there. You when you graduated, you weighed over 300 pounds. Completely changed your approach to your health. You lost how much? How much? You weighed th- over 300 pounds. You lost 100. Is that right? I lost 105 in a year. It was like. Lord, man, and then of course it opened up opportunities for you to say, "Hey, wait a minute, I'm going to I'm going to become a personal trainer," and then that evolved to sort of the psychological side, and you continued to advance your career and the clients that you had. You end up moving to Florida to kind of change your environment to be exposed to even more successful people and more opportunity. And uh, COVID created opportunities for you, and then things change along the way, and your networks continue to get deeper and more important to you. And through these networks, you find new opportunities. I mean, the networking that you are committed to has really opened up new avenues in your life, hasn't it? It really has. And what I encourage people about networking is like, guys, this is like a lot of people say, oh, you're just naturally extroverted. Like, absolutely not. This is a skill that I had to develop over the years because, you know, I learned from a mentor early on, a closed closed mouth doesn't get fed. So I had to learn to go network and just through this networking, it's something I, I teach my clients, and I literally was just teaching a client the power of networking, and then I had to go implement it in my life this last year, and just watching what happens when you tell people, hey, this is what I'm doing, this is what I want to do, this is my situation, do you have any advice? Dropping the pride card, checking in the humility, and just you know networking with people, it's one of the most powerful things that in modern society – we don't do enough of. We don't have a tribe anymore, and that's that's a huge thing that people need again. What's What's interesting is to me is that even along the way, you and I chatted. You you off the air, you networked with me, and and we had conversations about things because you know what's interesting, a no, a door that you never open is a lost potential lost opportunity and you and you never know where a relationship might bring you you never know where having that conversation or creating that relationship what it's going to do for you what it's going to do. I, I learned that as a publisher quite frankly man I, i'll be honest with you i i networked like crazy and when when katrina happened and we formed the governor's commission and then we had to we had to you know branch out and start to bring all these people into this effort it all came to fruition because of all these relationships we had gathered along the way we knew the skill sets that certain people brought to the table and whatever but you know certainly it's not katrina for you but it is about innovating in your life. So what is what is the networking done for you more recently? Yeah, I mean, two things it's done for me is I didn't know anyone when I moved to St. Petersburg, Florida a couple years ago. Now I have a group 
of 30 men that I host personally a once a month men's dinner with. And it's some of the most like successful creative entrepreneurs here in St. Pete. That's been incredible because it's opened my eyes to so many things. And I was very intentional about creating that when I, when I got here. And the second thing it's done is just in the last, you know, three months, really, um, I've actually started, you know, a new contract. I was really big in corporate world last year, doing a lot of business consulting and working on culture and leadership inside of companies. But I was feeling a little bit of pull away from that. So I started doing a lot of networking. And now one of the contracts that I'm working with now, is it's got me so just like reinvigorated for life again. Um, I'm working with the largest dating app photography company in the country, thematchartist.com. And they've hired me as their men's dating and relationship coach. And it's just, it's such a need right now. And these guys are like, so like just good guys that I'm able to help. And it's, it's been a lot of fun working with this company in this uh, field the last three months. But Robbie, that's so interesting to me. <laughs> but you know what's interesting about it is that it really does pull from your experience and your skill set in such a unique way, hasn't it? It really has. I mean, doing one-on-one coaching the last, you know, really seven, eight years of my life, relationships have always been a part of my coaching because I'm sorry, you're a human. You have relationships, whether it be your, you know, family, your spouse, your kids, your work relationships. So I've had to learn a lot about relationships in the last 10 years, communication, uh, relational leadership. I've had to learn all this stuff. And now I'm able to just continue learning and growing. And what's been really fun about it is, hey, like, here's this area of your life. Like, let's continue growing in that area. And I'm finding the more I grow in that area, the more I realize how much people need help in relationships. That's such a cool thing. Hey, so tell me more about this app, though, because I've never—is that a thing? Tell tell us about that. Well, okay, all singles use dating apps, right? And dating apps, you're basically getting picked by your pictures. So this company that hired me, they go they go to men and take professional quality pictures for these men because these men are serious. They're looking for a relationship, and they're they're showing women like, hey, I'm putting in the effort. I want to look for something that's good and healthy. Um, and so this company goes to men and helps them take pictures for their dating apps. Really? They do. So that's the, so, so it's not, they're not a dating app, but they are helping professionally align men within the dating apps that exist in a way that gives them the best opportunity to project who they really are. Absolutely, because you got to remember, like in today's world, we're we're such like a immediate gratification, you know, TLDR, too long, don't read society. And on dating apps, it's even worse. Like you've got you know a second to make an impression on a girl before she says next. So if you have crappy pictures, you're not even gonna get a chance. You've got to have you know high quality pictures before she'll even read your bio or have a conversation with you. So it's just I call it marketing. It's part yeah. of your marketing to the opposite sex. Hey, so let's let's okay. So let's break it down a little bit. So essentially, it's a service. It's, it's, it sounds like they are bringing more to the table than just photography. But this is this you know this is not this is serious. This is I mean when someone is beginning to approach a dating app, 
that's just the way of the world these days, you know, fortunately or unfortunately. And they approach a dating life. I'm luckily, I'm happily married, and you know, I don't even have to think about this stuff. But the but the fact is, for someone who maybe has success in their life, but they have not been able to get the right kind of soulmate for their life. This is serious business for them. So it's not just about taking photos. There's a service part of this that would involve sort of the one-on-one coaching that you bring to the table. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, look, your 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 pictures are your your marketing. That's that's your sales pitch. And then you have to write a bio. You have to be able to have a conversation with women. You have to you have to like one of the big things is we hate calling it a game, dating as a game, but it is a game with rules. So you yeah. have to understand the rules. It'd be like trying to play golf and not knowing any rule. It is yeah. just like, what do I do? Um, so it's it's learning the rules. It's learning how to play the game, um, but do it in a healthy way. That's one of the things I, I love about what we're doing right now is this isn't pickup. This isn't like just how to get a one-night stand. No, we're looking for healthy, long-term relationships. And just like anything else in life, there's a skill set involved in doing that. And that's kind of what we're doing right now is we're, we're helping men through that entire process of, okay, let's get pictures, let's write your bio, but like, let's teach you how to actually play the game to find a healthy relationship. Because at the end of the day, it was so interesting about it. It's just, you know, the way you said it, by the way, for people who are on the radio, they didn't see it. He did he, he did a, he did a, a, a sort of a, um, a, a demonstration where, where the finger was on the, the uh, iPhone and he was swiping. We live in a swiping world. You got that much time. Swipe, swipe, swipe. You got that much time to make an impression. But at the end of the day, once you get through sort of the digital world part of that, I mean, this gatekeeper thing that's about first impression and all this other junk that makes it that makes uh, sometimes not not getting good matches when there could be great matches um, it it still comes back to at some point you're going to be together one on one together and how do you make the most of it in this first impression world that we live in? And you're trying to make getting from that swipe <laughs> to the first face to face in a way that gives you the at least an opportunity to find someone that's a good match for you. At the end of the day, that's what this is about, isn't it? it and that's the first thing I get these guys to do is, okay, what do you actually want? Like, let's get really clear on who you're looking for. That way we can put you on the right apps. I mean, if, if you're looking for, let's just say, a good Christian girl, you probably don't need to be on Tinder or plenty of fish or want to just like the I want to get laid sites. You need to be looking <laughs> in the right places. Um, so, yeah, getting crystal clear and like what are the values that you want? What are the standards that you want in your relationships? And like let's not just match with anybody. Let's go look for that person so we're not wasting our time and we're looking for something healthy that you actually want to be involved in. Well, my son said the other day something about Tinder, and I said, what's on Tinder? <laughs> Dad, you're so cute. Anyway, I'm glad I don't have to worry about stuff like that. But listen, yes. Robbie, we, I, 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 man, I'm so sorry we haven't been back together again. It's been great to reconnect with you, my friend. You're, you're a breath of fresh air for me. I appreciate you. I, I appreciate you so much, Rick. You have no idea. Thank you, man. Yeah, this has been Robbie D'Angelo, my, my dear friend. Listen, have a, uh, have a good day. We'll see you after this break. Subscribe for free to the Ricky Matthews Show podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.